Hello, welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, um, Wolves versus Liverpool in the Premier League. Yep, it's that time of the, it's that time again where midweek Premier League football has appeared in January. Um, we play a Wolves side who were very tough to beat at Anfield. Um, back in when was it? New Year's New Year's on the back end of December. I think it was 29th or 30th, one of them days. It was only a 1-0 result, but they they made us work for it. And a, VA, and a bit of VAR controversy um, involved as well, where millimetres cancelled out um, a, a goal for them where they probably should have got it if it wasn't clear and obvious. But the past is the past, but we cannot forget... Um, what wolves are capable of um so they were they they came off they came off of a back of a three two win after being two nil down away from away from home to Southampton, so momentum was high with them, so it was gonna be a tough tough test today, and boy were we in for a fight I'm gonna tell you everything in a little short while. So yeah, let me just get straight into it. The lineup: Ingo, Allison, left back Robertson, uh, centre backs Van Dyke, uh, Gomez, right back Trent, your midfield three: Wijnaldum, Henderson, Genie, and your usual deadly front three. Yes, um, again, an unchanged team for the third game in a row. It seems like this is. The team Klopp wants to go with, but we have to remember Fabinho is returning from injury, Matip, Keitar, Milner, etc, etc. Um, yeah, oh yeah, and um, admittedly, I missed the first 40 minutes of the game, so I cannot really give first half proper analysis I can give first half highlights from what I saw. Um I know I know that Liverpool were ahead 1-0. A Jordan Hen a corner from Trent Alexander Arnold. Um it seemed like Wolves went with zonal marking, so it was a case of Liverpool players being free, but not too free. Um Jao Moutinho was a free guy, was not marking anyone. Henderson noticed that mistake. He tells Genie to run across, run across Jao Moutinho, and um, tells him to run across Jao Moutinho as a decoy to confuse him. And Trent whips the ball in so precisely, and Henderson matches the run, his curved run, and and Trent's curved ball almost meet in perfect harmony. It was a perfect synchronisation. And the ball comes off Henderson's head. And it's a goal for Liverpool 1-0. Um, but, and then we could have made it 2-0. Unfortunately, Mo Salah, we, he has these moments again where he doesn't pass the ball. When he thinks he, it's okay to shoot when he could probably pass it. But in this situation, you could understand why he kind of shot. Even though the obvious thing was to do was to pass it to Minamino. Um, 
You're probably wondering why I said Minamino and not Mane. Well, apparently Mane came off with some sort of niggling injury. Whether it was sickness or a tight hamstring, not really sure. But he said he signaled to the bench he wasn't feeling right, came off. Minamino came on. I'll talk about Minamino's second half performance because obviously I can give a full depth analysis of that. Um, yeah, so Salah dribbles past two Wolves players and he's, he's dribbling um, diagonally to the left-hand side of the goal but the keepers come out at a weird orthodox angle but Minamino is showing him on the left, pass it to me, I can place it. But he doesn't pass it, he shoots, comfortable save. And that was pretty much the first half highlights that I saw. Um, just that we were we took our chance. Second half now is where the, the game changed completely. Where Wolves stepped up. And when I say stepped up, I mean they put pressure on our necks. To the point where Liverpool had to essentially change their tactics. Because what we were doing was not working. Um, we looked a bit leggy in the second half. And that was because Wolves were... Sometimes when you're playing against sides that are not so technically gifted. But putting the fight more in terms of just the... Mm, like that. I want to win that second ball kind of game. Um, Wolves were doing that a lot. And it was affecting us. And they were utilising Adama Traore a lot. He had Robertson on toast. I cannot lie. He had him on toast. The amount of times he was free roaming down the box. Um, it took a lot of Gomez reading the ball to cut the ball, to cut interceptions out. Um, Ox was a bit leggy, a little bit. Um, it just seemed like Angini wasn't as present. And it just felt like our midfield were getting run over. And they knew to keep bombing down this left side constantly. Because Robertson was not having a great game. And um, this pressure was new to Liverpool. Because it was actually sustained. And it got to the point where Robertson had to foul Adama Traore just outside the box. It could have been a penalty, but it was a smart foul to take. It's his first yellow card. Um... Then they whip the ball in, they Liverpool clear it. Um, Minamino, his touches was a bit off. Like, I don't know if it's just because it was such an, at an intense pace and to come on away from home against Wolves when they're on form, it's not the easiest job in the world to do. Um, so it was just about trying to dig deep in there. But uh, Wolves were on the break again. They pass it to... Jimenez passes it to Chore. Chore looks up, whips the ball in. Ch- no, no, sorry. Chore dribbles past Robertson, passes it to Jimenez, and then it forces Van Dyke to follow Chore. So we had no. It was only one centre midfield, one centre back, Gomez, in this in this play that I'm about to explain. Because he had dribbled past Robertson, it meant. Van Dyke had to essentially leave his position to play left back, which created the space for Jimenez to exploit the space Van Dyke left because he was so worried about what Chirori could do. And Chirori whipped the ball in and um 
Jimenez found himself between Trent and Gomez. Delicious header, clean header, pass Allison. 1-1 to Wolves and the roof is lifted off. Um, yeah, a clean sheet gone. We kept seven clean sheets in a row until that very moment, but who cares about these records? Um, eventually we will concede then. It was two Wolves who were very good opponents. Um, and then from there, they just started bombing us even more. And Jurgen Klopp had to do something. He had to make a change. It just wasn't working. And it came in the 63rd minutes. Um, once again, Oxlade-Chamberlain comes off. But he could have fucking... His last touch could have been a goal. If Salah had passed to um, Oxlade-Chamberlain in a similar situation... Where he just took too many touches and it just wasn't working. Um, yeah, so Fabinho comes on and there's such a difference. As soon as he came on, he covered that gap where Wolves were exploiting us. And essentially the pressure slowly began easing off. And it was and it was very... It wasn't as tense as first thought. Um, but they still had half chances here and there. Because on the ball, we were just losing concentration. Like Van Dijk would head a ball, but head it in the wrong path. Fabinho would under-hit a pass. Um, Firmino would try and win a tackle, but ricochets to give a Wolves playing advantage. These kind of things. And it felt like, oh, we just had to dig deep to find a way to win. Um, or to get something, just to survive. Because potentially, oh, there's a record on the line. Everyone wants to be that team to beat Liverpool, etc., etc. And it and it looked it looked like we were running out of ideas. And Jurgen Klopp was turning to Diva Carigi as our final substitution. And I think that's what made Mo Salah tick and wake up, because what he does here is brilliant. He's on the ball, dribbles past two Wolves players. He passes to Henderson. Henderson passes to Bobby Firmino, he, who, who um, feints the defender with his right foot, then puts it on his left, curls it, top corner, 83rd minute, goal, 2-1 Liverpool, bang, sucker punch, we are the Deontay Wilder of football, we don't have to be perfect to win, but we can get the knockout to really hurt you and wobble your legs, and that's what Liverpool essentially done again, um, and yeah, Salah came off, Origi comes on and it was just about absorbing pressure, digging deep. And we got very fortunate because right at the end, the ball falls to Neto or someone, or whoever, one of the Wolves players who kind of rushes the shot and they should have hit the target really. But other than that, it was just about digging deep, finding a way to win. And we eventually got away with the W. So that's another win for Liverpool once again. 67 points in January. This Premier League season is absolutely mental. First of all, I have to say commiserations to Wolves because you, are by, you have by far been our toughest Premier League opponents in both Anfield and away from home. It reminded me of Sheffield United away. That, it was that tense in terms of will Liverpool get a result or not. But this Liverpool team, as much as Adama Traore is very good and Wolves are very good, Liverpool are just on God level right now. We are God level. Like, the league is won, practically won. 
Um, that was our toughest game of the season. That toughest away of the season until the running, and the next running and the running in April is Man. We play Man City. We play Chelsea and Arsenal in the running, and that's April onwards. But between now and April, we play all teams in the bottom half. So that's why I believe the title is won, because we will probably win all these nine games. Man City, Man City's fixture list is very contrasting, where they have to play Leicester, Man United, uh, who else they got? They got Arsenal, Chelsea, and they will drop points eventually. Maybe not, or maybe they might not because Laporte is back, but. It's all set up. If Laporte is back and they keep winning all their games, it looks like April 4th, Man City versus Liverpool. Liverpool need to not lose the game to win the league. And that will be when we clinch it. So, what amazing resilience, mentality monsters, mentality giants. We are just so amazing. Jurgen Klopp, I thank you once again. Um, it was not. A, it was in terms of standout performances. Jordan Henderson again. He just leads the line. He opened up with the goal. His work rate is unbelievable. After when I said Sadio Mane will die for this title, next in line is Jordan Henderson. He will die for this title, and he's our Premier League, and he's our captain, and he's really leveled up. I think he's reached his peak at a very late age, but. He's reached it. That's the important thing, reaching his peak. And he's only 28 years old. He's going to be 29. I know, I think he's going to be 30 this year. I think he's 29 now. He's 28 or 29. I think he's 29, going to be 30 this year. But, yeah, he's maybe reached his peak very late, but what a time to reach your peak. And he's flourishing on the Liverpool. I would have given it... Adama Traore was obviously the standout player. I'll give him one of the match, but in terms of best Liverpool player, I'll give it to um, Jordan Henderson. Another goal from a corner. Trent Alexander-Arnold, what a guy. He's on 10 Premier League assists again. He's the first Liverpool player to reach 10 assists in back-to-back seasons. He's the first Premier League defender ever to hit 10 assists in back-to-back seasons. And he's only 21 years old. This is generational talent. Liverpool always impress me in new ways and and it's just and the test today was how how can we cope without Sadio Mane and we and we managed to find a way to win so up the reds um hopefully Mane Mane can feel better by the time we play West Ham on Wednesday um yeah I have not much else to say really thank you guys for listening to LFC reactions, like, share, subscribe, and I think we play Shrewsbury on Sunday, where the kids and the fringe players will get a run out, and we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, this Liverpool team is built different. We are Premier League champions elect, and wrapping up the Premier League early is very advantageous when it comes to the Champions League. Um, it puts us in a healthy position, so. Roll on the good times. Thank you guys for listening and tune in on Sunday. Thank you.